0: Welcome to Real Estate 360, and now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles.
1: Hello, and welcome to Real Estate 360. This is Steve Connolly, hashtag unemployable, and... This is Jason O. Miles, hashtag the real estate trainer. What's going on, Steve? You know, it's just another day in paradise, you know, living the dream. I hey, <laughs> man?
0: You know, uh it, it is it's great, you know, we're sitting here and we're doing our virtual wholesaling and you know, we've got our, our marketing going, you know, we're getting leads, things are happening, but I gotta bring it up. What? You know, there you know, there's all this hubbub about this super high unemployment, you know, rate, and it's as high as it's been since the Great Depression and blah 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 blah, right? Yeah. Everybody's so uncertain and we've got lenders that are pulling out of the market or, or, or slowly coming back in or, or, or what I really appreciate to be honest with you are the people that made a ton of money coming out of our last financial debacle and their ability to recognize the opportunity that's in front of us right
1: now. You know, it's, huge. it's a huge opportunity. Yeah. Honestly, I think created out of nothing, created out of thin air from all the media hype and listen, I was listening to uh, the doctrinaire guy uh, this on the way back from my office, which is Burger King this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about, Hey, turn off your radios. Well, except for WSB, of course, he, right, right, uh, he right. said, you got to stop listening to all this media hype, but you're dead on miles about this is creating massive opportunities. Now we're kind of at the beginning of them. And so I think a lot of us are just looking around trying to figure out, okay, what's the best way, but it's not going to be that difficult.
0: Well, no, and I don't think so either. And it's, it's really, in my opinion, man, it's, it's not even the first to get in. I mean, that's a part of it, but it's just about taking action right now. Um, What's that company, Open Door or Open Source? Open door. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Open door, you know, they laid off probably close to half of their staff uh, and they're opening back up now, you know, Uh, they're going to start regionally or, you know, state by state, because they're a pretty big company uh, where uh, you have companies, that, as we discussed before, companies like Zillow who are trying to get into that wholesale uh, space that, you know, they're just leaving that alone, (laughs) you know, which they should because they're no good at it. But The point is all these people that made money coming out of our last crash understand above all else, how to recognize opportunity. We live in a time of just everything is in hyperspeed, you know, or warp speed, right? Everything moves super, super fast. So if we've got this, what I like to call this huge transfer of wealth occurring again, you know, because that's what it is. I mean, we went from, I'm going to pull back a little bit. We went from before the, um, the 2008 crash, having a, a top 3 or a top 5% to that 3 to 5% shrinking down to the top 1%. And with situations like we have right now, the wealthy that have enormous amounts of cash are just playing with the stock market and playing with uh, precious metals as they fall and they buy them and they, you know, as you know, in an option. A, a, a one-tenth tick, depending on how many options you have, can make you several million dollars.
1: Yeah, you the know? leverage opportunity and, and options is is pretty significant. And absolutely. you know, your downside risk is is fixed. Yeah. yeah Whatever your option costs, that's it. You know? That's exactly so, right. That's a great place to be, you know. And exactly.
0: If you can recognize the opportunities. Right. And, and there is so much uncertainty right now, all across the board in our industry. Uh, lenders don't want to lend. You know, sellers want to sell but can't sell. Uh, the lenders that are lending on many different levels have simply just changed their lending parameters. Maybe a person has to put a little bit more money down. Maybe credit parameters have changed a little. Uh, but they're lending, but they're they're shrinking their pool so that they can hedge their bets, which ultimately makes things a little tighter on the resale side. There's a limited inventory on the retail side, right? And they're all, and they're always talking about it, but now they don't want to lend any money for new construction.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But, um, you know, I was, uh, I was starting my networking meeting. This is a physical, you know, go to meeting situation with my networking group called USA business connect. And we, You know, the place that we normally meet is closed, but uh, found another another restaurant. And so I was over there yesterday afternoon and one of the guys said, you know, I think real estate values are going to go up. And I said, wow, I haven't heard anybody say that yet, you know, during this situation. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah, if you look around, you know, the inventories are are thin, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not building as much. And I said, wow, that's a pretty interesting idea. Mm -hmm. I hadn't considered that.
0: It's supply and demand. Yeah. It's it's going to force prices up. It's gonna it's just what it is. Unfortunately, there's gonna be fewer buyers in the market, right? But
1: is it unfortunate? I think not. It's no, it's not. It's, it's not. it's just so we we have been doing a bunch of things, you know, during this little bit of a downtime to reposition everything. We talked about it, some of them in our shows, in the past shows like the co-op advertising, which Mm -hmm. we are launching today or tomorrow. As soon as um, we get our schedules from Fox five television Mm -hmm. and uh, we're kicking that off with social media, YouTube, Facebook, you know, the usual suspects Mm -hmm. and uh, then you're bringing in some specialized marketing if you will. Mm -hmm. And doing a little bit of direct mail, potentially we're talking about that mm-hmm. and some text messaging, which is really hot, mm-hmm. but you know, here we are, you know, we're, we're doing it. You know, there's, there are opportunities that are created. So what, you know, if you want to sit on your hands and watch Mork and Mindy all day, the Mork and Mindy marathon. I don't think they have those, but where they do have Mork, I mean, no, no, Monk, Monk marathons.
0: Monk, Monk marathons.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: But that's the thing, man. You no, know, I mean, we, we're, we're seeing it for what it is, right? It doesn't matter what's yeah. going on. I mean, we could be bombarded by meteors right now, and we'd be sitting here trying to figure out how to take advantage of it because that's innately, I think, who we are. There's always going to be an opportunity, and everyone is running around, and they're afraid. They don't, they don't want to lend, or they want to – whatever it is they want to do or don't want to do, their uncertainty means they are going to miss opportunity. They're going to miss the boat. Yeah. You know, they're going
1: to miss the boat. And you know, you can go and so we're at home, right? You know, obviously. And what I have found is that if I'm just relaxed and I'm not really worried about anything, because I'm not, you know, we're good. You know, everything's fine. We're not worried about where our next avocado is coming from. (laughs) Right. Uh, That's right. So, Um, in that relaxed mode, all kinds of ideas start to show up, you know, and, uh, I'm really good at the idea part, but I'm not that great at the, uh, the management part. It's not that I don't, I'm not good at it. I just don't want to do it. (laughs) Right. Right. I recognize that. And, but so all I'm saying is that for anybody who's listening, just relax, you know, relax a little bit listen to what comes up and shows up in your mind because you're going to have your own set of parameters and ideas and experiences that you can pull from. And you'll find something that you'll find something in here that will make you money or at least be fun to do in the meantime and probably might even turn into a cash flow for you. Yeah. But the, but the most important thing is like you said, just
0: take it easy. You know, don't, don't be so into uh, the chicken little network, you know, don't, I mean, there's a, there's a thing, Steve, called tribal knowledge, right? It's an idea actually, right? And it's a it's a matter of what you're gonna subscribe to, okay? So if you wanna be, a, you know, in this whole tribalism of we're all gonna die, you're just gonna watch the news, You know, and you're just going to gravitate towards more of that, even though you're saying that's not what you want, you know? Absolutely. That's right. The tribal mind is more of a collective mindset of where it is you want to be and what it is you want to do. And it's that tribal mind when you understand exactly what it is you want to do, right? You know, you might not know every little particular aspect of how it's all going to play out, but it's that tribal knowledge that we collectively have and put to use that
1: takes us all to where we want to go
0: and allows us to make different decisions later on, but you got to get on the path first.
1: The powers that be, if you will, the media, the, whatever, the left, uh, I won't say left wing, the media. And, um, anyway, so that group, whatever they are, they have designed the messages around fear and the fear is what will take your own personal power away. We are incredibly powerful individually and we don't have to listen to anything we choose through our God given free will, our path, whatever that is. And if you want to surrender your power through fear to whatever you think the situation is around you, then you're going to get sucked right into the funnel and join, you know, the, the chicken little network. You're That's right. That's right. And
0: you just can't do it. And if you're listening to this right now, whether, whether you're hearing us uh, today on Sunday or Saturday or a podcast or wherever you're hearing this, it's the tribal knowledge that you want to tap into. And if you're listening to this, you're listening because you want to learn how to do real estate better. Tap right. into this tribal knowledge and, come hang out with us. But Steve, let's take a quick break. Do you need to sell your house? Well, our company, Will Buy, Will Buy Your House. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. we Will Buy Your House. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833 L L B U Y. Dot com.
1: Or call 833 will buy. Se habla español, llámanos, call us today. Hello, welcome back, Real Estate 360. Hey, Jason O'Miles, tell me uh, about what's going on. Tell me about the uh, podcast. How can people get in touch
0: with us? Listen, I got to tell you, I want to thank everyone that's been uh, utilizing it, going to it, subscribing, sharing it. Uh, I'm really loving the uh, the interaction that we're getting there. So make sure that if you haven't listened to it or subscribed to it, it's the Real Estate 360 podcast. You can uh, whatever platform you use, you know, you can subscribe to it there. Uh, you can go to our website, Real Estate 360 Show dot com. And you can see what kind of events we got going on or what we're doing or what we're offering. And you can always listen to it right there as well. There's YouTube. All you have to do is go online and look for Real Estate 360 and you'll find us. Real Estate 360 show, the podcast, they love us. We love it. And I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for engaging with us. We really do appreciate it.
1: Please continue. Yes, we do. We love the feedback, positive and negative, because, you know, quote, quote unquote negative, that gives us, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, information about how to make adjustments if we need to. Yeah. Yeah. But listen, you know, in addition, what we're, you mentioned during the first segment, uh, lending. Yes. And during this little bit of a downtime, things start to generate, you know, we have a little bit more time to do whatever, you know, clean the house mm-hmm. or come up with new ideas. And so uh, in the meantime, you know, we had one of uh, our lenders reach out to us because they weren't really happy with the brokerage that they were working with. And they said, Hey, would you help help us uh, open up Georgia maybe the Southeast mm-hmm. with our lending programs? And this was before the coronavirus situation. And so we pulled that out of the, out of the hat and started working on that as well. Those programs have changed a little bit, but you know, like they, they're not lending on new construction, but we do have renovation loans and bridge loans and uh, rental, 30 year rental, rental property loans that we're putting out there and promoting. And so the idea is that the resources that are out there are changing around a little bit. You know, maybe people aren't doing what they used to do exactly, or maybe they're, maybe they don't have anything to do. So step back a little bit and say, wow, how can we just rearrange these resources slightly and say, okay, so you're not, you're not doing what you used to do, which is selling indoor billboards, because, <laughs> you know, a lot of these places are closed or they don't really have the money to, to do the, that kind of advertising. But why don't you come over here and help us promote this or that, or do this. And you can do it all from your home. Now that we've gotten a lot more home base with networking you can, and start promoting that way.
0: Yeah, that's right. And listen, you know, we can, so the, one of the great programs that we are able to offer is the uh, reno to perm. That's that's one of the really, really good ones that we have right now. Uh, and an opportunity for you guys, I'm just going to let you know, right, for, for you guys that are uh, the buy and hold single family folks out there, what industry is really, really having difficulty right now? Or what company, let me say it that way, in our industry? Airbnb. Oh, you yeah. Have people that own Airbnbs right now that are desperate to sell them. Desperate. They can convert them to regular old rental properties, you know? But you know what? It might not fit that model, right? uh, In terms of how they bought it. And a lot of them don't. A lot of, they didn't buy smart. You know, they just bought and said, huh, the 1% rule doesn't apply to us, you know, because we're going to get $100 a day or $90 a day or whatever the number it was they thought they were going to get. And and maybe they get that 15 days out of the month, right? Maybe they do get that. But the 1% model doesn't fit for them because of how they bought it. So they're in a situation where they're not getting any revenue whatsoever, right? Yeah. Nobody's traveling. Uh, And when they are traveling, they're going – to family members' house, some place where people, you know, they feel safe. You know, they're not just gonna pop up in an, uh, in a hotel right now, generally speaking, because they're not sure if everything was clean properly and so on and so forth. Long story short, if you guys really wanna find some good deals, some undervalued deals, because that's one of the places that I'm looking, Airbnb, Airbnb owners, because they're just being decimated right now. Yeah. Just decimated.
1: Just decimated. Well, you know, everything what we any what we should be doing really is contrarian thinking on mm-hmm. on every front if everyone is sheltering in place and and kind of not and watching television or watching youtube okay so that's an audience that's a huge huge audience right there yeah. we have something that we can present to that audience and say hey, maybe here's an opportunity for you. Here's a way to solve a problem. Here's a way to make some money. Here's a way to, to uh, uh, think about your next adventure, You know, give you some ideas. So I'm saying think contrary, and So that's why we're on television on Fox 5. We're doing right. the same thing in the, the panhandle in Florida. So yep. we've got a, got a resource there, and uh, we're kicking that off tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I, for me, I was kind of watching, sitting back a little bit, saying, "Okay, when are these governors going to open the state?" You know, and I was kind of looking for that to be the trigger, if you will, you know, for when when things started happening, uh, because if everything is closed, which means the court systems are closed, you know that that means that there's really not a lot of uh, negativity to push somebody into action. You know, there's not that threat of eviction or foreclosure because, hey, the court systems are closed. They can't. Nobody can do anything, really. Um, well,
0: that, that, you know, there's some truth in that, but there is something that we that that can be done, and that landlords and um, lenders are doing, and that is
1: e-filing their paperwork. Even though the courts are closed, they're in queue. Absolutely. And that's what we've been doing. We've been going and e-filing dispossessories and whatever else we need to do. That's right. And get it lined up for when they do open. So we'll, we'll be on the docket. That's know? correct. That's correct.
0: And cause there's just going to be a flood of that when it opens up and yes, things will be a little bit slower uh, for probably a couple of months, but maybe a few months to be honest with you in, in larger cities like Atlanta. But it's necessary for people to do those kind of things. We we have to, like you're saying, uh, f- think about what it is we need to do and how can we prepare ourselves when, for when things do speed back up. To you know, again they keep telling us you know there's not going to be a new norm. I mean there's a new normal. The old normal doesn't exist. You know I disagree with all of that uh, because <laughs> you know the reality of it is again we are we are living a time of super, super fast movement. Okay. People are going to want to congregate. People are going to malls and throwing impromptu parties in the middle of the night in the parking lot. You know, I mean, these things are happening. People have short term memory loss. They will forget about this in a little while. Yeah. And that, and that's just the reality of it, regardless of what happens, regardless if we see a surge in, you know, Corona cases, people just, they're just not, generally speaking, there is a larger segment of our society that just doesn't care about that. They just want to get back to work. They want to go out and they want to eat their tacos and their burgers and drink their beers and watch sports.
1: They want to live their life. What's what's wrong with that? But you know, at the same time, let's all be responsible. I mean, I I know a fellow who, um, who's sharing, um, an apartment with his mother and aunt. Let's just keep it that way. Um, so his mother just moved in because she was recently evicted from her place uh, for non-payment of rent, and um, so she heard on the news that nobody can can be you know evicted because of whatever. So so he went you know this past last week or so went by to collect his the her half of the rent. Well you know she spent it. She had $17 left from her um, stimulus check because she went and spent the money on fun stuff because, hey, I don't have to pay rent. Come on, be responsible, you know? Uh, And we're not heartless. When we're talking about doing our dispossessories, we have certain tenants in our properties that think that way. And so, you know, they're creating their own personal situation that, you know, if you're going to go spend all your money on a barbecue and, you know, do that every day, yeah. and, and you know, but give, give all your stuff to all the people in the, in the complex there, the, all your money and all your food and everything. Hey, you know, if you don't have enough to pay your rent, then guess what? You're going to be moving. Not, nothing personal. <laughs> no, it isn't. What it but it is. But that's, that's what it is. I mean, uh, I, I got to say it.
0: I mean, that's the difference between being poor and being broke. Yeah. Poor poor is a mindset. Poor is a mindset. Broke is a momentary condition. Okay. If you're going to, if you're, if you're broke right now and you're you're working towards something, you just, you just don't have a lot of money in your pocket, but that poor mentality, you know, they're just, I'm not going to say they're never going to get out of it, but for the short term,
1: they're not there. We know what the acronym acronym for poor is, right? What's that? Uh, Passing over opportunities repeatedly. Poor. That part. Well, let's take a break on that note. Let's do.
0: Hi, this is Sammy with Sammy Hadid Real Estate, Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests, top dollar on the sale of your home, a well negotiated contract, and efficient closing? Please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home. What it is that I'm doing to get all my homes sold, then you can decide what's best for you. Again, I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar, and I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249. Sammy Hadid, H-A-D-I-D.
1: Hello and welcome back. This is Real Estate 360 and the realestate360show.com. Steve Connolly and Jason O. Miles. Yes, 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 Some pretty exciting stuff is happening uh, over there in your segment of the world. What's what's going on? You know, no, it's, it's, it's ours. You know, I mean, the reality
0: of it is, you know, we do a lot of work, you know, and, and uh, people know us. People are familiar with us in our, in our area, uh, maybe even a little bit further outside of our area. And um, I was approached by a, a magazine, a digital magazine called Voyage, Voyage ATL. And they did a little piece on, on me, uh, which, of course, reflects on us. And our business and what it is we do, it's all about real estate. So they asked a bunch about the real estate, how we do it, and you know, how people can find us. But it's a very short article, but it was really, really nice. I really liked it. I thought they did a, a good job. I mean, you know, we probably talked for about an hour. Uh, a, a lot of what I remember saying isn't in there, but it, it was really, I thought, a good piece. I really thought it was a good piece, and it reflected really well on what it is we do.
1: It was an excellent article, and yeah. it was very descriptive and in a short amount of words. And the pictures were fantastic. And you had that shirt on, you know that. Uh, yes, like yeah. The lines that go across through Gucci and yeah. Chanel and something else, and then Deeds whatever yeah, else. Thieves, All FLCs and titles.
0: <laughs> and titles. Right, right, right. That's right. So we want to own those. You know what I mean? That's our merch, by the way, we're going to start selling those.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, that
0: was a great article. And uh, so what happened from that? You know, um, and by the way, anybody who wants to, you know, check out the article, there's going to be a link uh, associated with this uh, particular broadcast that you can just click on and, read it and comment if you'd like, share it if you'd like. I thought it was really interesting. But uh, what it's done for us, I mean, we've gotten tremendous traffic, really. Uh, probably, I mean, I don't know. Uh, at last check, just over the course of a week, we had over 5,000 visitors to the site. And um, we've got people that are engaging with us on all kinds of different levels right now because they want more information on how to take advantage of this market. You know, how are, how are we... Uh, making any money right now. And that's what people want to know.
1: Yes. And I want us to talk a little bit about where to locate these great property deals. But first, would you mind telling the viewers and listeners a little bit about the site that people went and visited uh, regarding the training, I think? Absolutely. So, and we're going to have links on the
0: realestate360show.com that go right into the training. But you can also check out uh, the Jason O. Miles R E Network.com. Uh, I know that's a really long uh, website, right? But uh, it's Jason, my, Jason O. Miles R E com, where you can see the trainings that we have. I mean, we're going to have links to those trainings on the Real Estate 360 show as well. So you'll know, okay, here's what this course is, here's what that course is, and we'll promote you know, all of the trainings and the freebies, the giveaways that we'll promote all of that stuff because we want, basically a lot of that, you know, Steve is going to be done through social media. But, um, you know, for the people that are following us now, you'll be able to catch it on realestate360show.com or the Jason O'Miles re network.com
1: because it's all real estate 360. Perfect. You know, I'm sitting here listening to us and I'm thinking, holy Molly, we do a lot of stuff, you know, yeah, yeah we're, we're promoting in a couple of markets. We've created TV commercials, you know for we we'll, we buy properties, we we buy wholesale, we sell wholesale, we renovate, we've got multifamily, we do lending. What is it that we don't do? Well, stuff. we don't do
0: Airbnb and we don't sit on our butts and wait for something to fall in our lap. yeah, that's exactly. what we don't do. That's what we don't do. I mean, there's, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on out there. As we spoke about earlier uh, in, in this show, you know, there's a shortage of houses. People want to buy them, right? Yeah. It's our job to give them what they want, right? We're solving problems from the beginning to the end, or as they say, from where I come from, from the rooter to the tutor. You know, we're, <laughs> we're solving problems, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we do. So what's the, the easiest path to, to solve those problems? And that's kind of stepping back and saying, okay, where do we find the properties, right?
0: Right. We so want. we find that's
1: where it all begins. That's right.
0: We find the properties where we find the problems. So where are the problems? People can't pay their rent, hence people can't pay their mortgages. So who winds up what what winds up first? First thing that winds up happening is the owner of that property is going to be trying to save his or her butt one way or another where they're trying either trying to bring in a partner or they're trying to, you know, just sell that thing, uh, straight away, or they're working with the bank to do a deed in lieu of foreclosure, just give it back
1: to the bank. You know that exactly. But you know, I'll, let me, may I diverge just a little bit into uh mindset? Absolutely. So I've got this guy that I work with. He's commercial. He does commercial stuff and we talk, just about every day. It's, he calls me almost every day. And, uh, so, and he's constantly kind of asking me, tell me what it is you're looking for and get as specific as possible. And he's been doing this for two years and I keep telling him, I said, listen, it's not like that, you know, it's, it's not that I'm going to tell you exactly what it is I'm looking for mm-hmm. because you, we, we can't define ourselves into such a narrow space and then try to create that situation to make it show up the way we want. That's not, that's not the way it works. That's right. I said, do you remember such and such apartment building? And I said, we weren't looking for anything and you called me up and you said, what do you think about this thing? And I said, Can't you see this? I mean, this is like, Oh my God, absolutely. You know, where's, you know, that was one of those where you just stop everything, anything and everything you're doing and you go focus all your attention on that one thing. Mm. And I said, do you remember that one? And he said, yeah, I remember that. This was yesterday we were talking. I said, yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, I remember that. I said, that's what's going to happen again. But, if we narrow our focus to the point where we can't see it, then it won't happen. So I said, "Listen, just bring them, bring them all. And then all of a sudden, one will show up. And mm-hmm. And that's the reason that we advertise. That's the reason we promote. We don't want to really get on the phone and start calling people that own Airbnbs, right But we do want to say, hey, if you have an Airbnb, call us, we might have a solution for you. Right Now that takes a lot of the static out of all this, all this, a lot of the action that we have to take. And there's a big, big, big psychological mindset difference. We're not calling them saying, Hey, do you want to sell something? Which means, Oh great. I'm, I'm going to take advantage of these guys and get, you know, full price offer. And cause they're, they're hungry to buy. No, but we, that's the that's the that's benefit our of our
0: program. no, but that's the benefit of our of our marketing. Yeah. You know, our marketing, the systems that are put into our marketing are the filters so that we're having the right conversations.
1: Exactly. And,
0: and and not a million conversations to get the one or two deals that we're gonna actually get, right? So <clears throat> you know, but that was all trial and error, really, for the most part, you know, uh uh creating those those filtration systems, cause that's all marketing is. You know, you're just shaking it up, shaking it up. And you're only taking what's going to be useful. We've perfected that at this yeah.
1: point. And, and now it's just about scaling. You know, um, and when people call us, you know, they some people are just, are testing the waters, trying to see where we are and what we're doing so before. And I have my favorite question to ask them is, is a single sentence but it's really two questions and I can tell by the way people answer that question as to which category to put them in. Mm. And should I tell anybody that question? Yes. Yes, please, 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 please. Yes. You you want to hear it. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Well, if you want to hear it, send your email. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) The question is, when do you need to sell? That's it. Now that's two questions, really. It's, so I'm asking them, do you need to sell? And if so, when? Mm -hmm. And so they're going to say, well, I need to sell by this Friday. You know, Mm -hmm. we've had those situations. Mm -hmm. I need to sell it this Friday. Uh, Okay. Then there's Mm -hmm. some serious motivation on this guy's part. Fantastic. And then, and We, we got that deal on Glenwood that way.
0: Exactly. It was literally that way. I need to sell it by tomorrow. Literally,
1: <laughs> that's the one I was thinking. We <laughs>
0: <laughs> had one yeah. day, less than a less than twenty four hours to do full due diligence, get the lender on the phone, find out exactly what the financial situation looks like, and pull the trigger before you know ten o'clock the next morning. And stop
1: the foreclosure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Crazy man. That was crazy. That's probably one of the fastest deals we've ever done. Oh my God, that was amazing! Yeah. What you did on that was just fantastic. That was fast, Steve. That yeah. was fast. And that's about uh, about to go on the market in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Uh, yeah, about three three more
0: weeks. Yeah, about three yeah. more
1: weeks. All right, so back to the question. You know, when do you need to sell? So if they say I need to sell by Thursday, like you, you know, or or tomorrow in Glenwood's case, then you know there's there's somebody that's highly motivated, has a problem. There it is right there. There's a problem and it's an immediate problem. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're here. We're here to solve those problems. And then if they answer the questions like, well, I don't really need to sell, you know, I'm just kind of calling you to find out what you might want to offer. Then I usually say, well, I get a little bit more information, find out if they, you know, if they have a problem or not. Cause sometimes they say one thing, but mean another. And if they say, no, we're in good shape. Then I say, well, you know, once you call Sammy, call one of our, call your realtor, list it, you're going to get a better price. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really not a fit. That's right. And that, and that mean,
0: but there's a lot of different ways that we can move inside of that, you know? And that's, I think the benefit for us.
1: And, you know, I think we need to
0: take a break. Let's do that. Okay. We are back. Welcome back to the Real Estate 360 show. And listen, we're talking about certainty in an uncertain market. You know, um, there is a lot of uncertainty out there, but there's a lot of certainty as well. Lenders are uncertain right now, but we've created a way for uh, investors to be certain, right? Through the uncertainty of the traditional lending that they, or the typical, not traditional, but typical lending that they've become accustomed to, Right. We've reached out to people, lenders, we've had conversations with them. We've talked them into lending in one way or another. We've got lenders that are uh, uh, we have great relationships with and we can bring that into our local community, right? Our local investment area. So we're taking some of that uncertainty out of the equation for the people that we're working with, right? Um, we're talking about our deal on, on Glenwood in the last segment, right? We got this great deal. Someone was in trouble. Bank needed to get it worked out. Uh, we got it worked out in a day. You know, they were uncertain to the point uh, right as Corona was happening that they wouldn't even give us a draw until we got, you know, a certain level of work completed. Right. That was a huge amount of level of work. Are you kidding? A certain amount of level of work. Yeah, it was a lot. We had to do all the mechanicals and insulation and finished sheetrock
1: before we could get a single draw. Not, not even rough in sheetrock, ro- sheet but finished sheetrock. Finished sheetrock. they would give a single draw. That's right. You know because Talk, of their
0: about, talk about scared money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And there's a ton of it out there. I mean, there's some huge lenders, hard money lenders, national hard money lenders that we're working short sales with right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just have to think outside the box. And again, it goes back into what we talk about in our our education, Steve, that, yes, you can learn one way of doing a deal, one way of looking at a deal. But if you just learn how to look at a deal as a wholesale deal, there is a lot of opportunity that you will leave on the table 100 percent of the time. You know, that's our that's our carve example. That's our carve.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the, the lender short sale. That's a fantastic place. Hey, if you've got time on your hands and you want to be in a real estate investing business, you should be contacting these hard money lenders across the country and finding out what kind of inventory they have, what they want to get rid of, and, and negotiating short sales with those guys, turn around and remarket that and make, make yourself a very, very nice living.
0: Absolutely. And, and this is the climate for stuff like that to occur. As you and I both know, you know, you develop these relationships with lenders, l- large and small. When they have something that comes up, they'll call you and say, hey, I got a property that's right up your alley. You, you think you can help me out with it? Can you take it off our hands? You know, we can make it really quick and easy for you because that's always the conversation because they need that, you know, that that asset to perform. They that's need good. it to perform. Which means somebody has to make the payments, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, um, they're not in the real estate business. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of investors may, new investors get confused a little bit about. And it's like, well, why don't why don't lenders just take the, the property back themselves, fix it and then sell it? Mm-hmm. They, that's not what they do. Mm-hmm. That's not what they want to do. That's not their business. They don't want to do that. They understand cash, Period. Yep. And so they want to liquidate that property, get their cash back in, and then redeploy it. You know, they they don't mind taking a little bit of a loss. They know, you know, well they do. They don't. They do mind. No. Yeah. They're they're willing to to get that cash back and pass these properties on to professionals like us who can fix them and get them back on the marketplace. That's exactly right. And by by
0: understanding the climate that you're in that in and of itself will in and of itself will present opportunity to you you're you're becoming receptive to that when you allow yourself to sit down be a part of that tribal knowledge that we talked about which is again why you're here if you're listening to this and you're hearing this we're talking about our ideas we're talking about our actions we're talking about what we're doing right now and this collective experience is part of the tribal knowledge that we're discussing Okay, you're hearing the tribal knowledge, you're absorbing it right now. Hopefully it's giving you new ideas or just different ways to look at the opportunities that are in front of you, different ways to think about what you can do now and next, because this is real, you know, and there's always opportunity. I mean, yes, there are some of us that were decimated in 2008. Right. I was one of them. Steve was one of them you know there's <laughs> countless other people out there that you know got their shirt handed to them right but there that was what uh, we refer to as a shakeout okay some people that were in the industry left the industry never to be seen again the people that came back came back better because they were able to learn from their, from their mistakes the new people that started shortly thereafter made ridiculous amounts of money, and those people are the ones that we're talking to now and saying, hey, you made a lot of money in
1: a climate similar to this. Yep. Let's figure this thing out. Yep. You know, 2008, uh, that's uh, where hashtag unemployable came from. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not that maybe I couldn't, I probably could get a job, but I could not bring myself to go and get a job. You know, I was actually sitting at the Honda dealership with an application in my hand to be a salesman for Hondas. Mm. And I was sitting there. And before I got a chance to speak to the sales manager, I got up and left. Mm-hmm. I just could not do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, I can't do this.
0: I mean, I couldn't imagine buying a car from the Zen master. No, exactly. either like it. You either like it or you don't. Yeah.
1: They would buy it just because. (laughs) No, I I have my little journal here, (laughs) and I and speaking of Zen Master, I was thinking the other day about definitions and who we believe we are, what our definition of self is, and you know those definitions need to change periodically. So you know if you're an, an a wannabe real estate investor your definition of who you are is I create massive income and wealth and opportunities from the nothing, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm taking, I'm the Phoenix rising, if you will. Mm -hmm. Now, once you get beyond that, you got to change your definition of who you are. Otherwise it's likely that you'll become broke again and then have to Replay that old definition over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, if you look carefully at who you are now, and then you look back into your mind and you say, Well, why am I here right now? You will find that it's because you believe this is who you are. Mm-hmm. Not much more than that. That's right. I mean, you
0: wind up being where you are. And how I describe that to people is I say, Listen, who you are today isn't who you were yesterday, and, and who you are today isn't who you're going to be tomorrow, and I do it in seven-year increments, because if you look at it, seven years ago, what you, who you were, what you did, how you did it is totally different than what you're doing today. Yeah. Se- seven years prior to that, you were virtually unrecognizable to who you see yourself as today.
1: And, you know, the reason I'm even bringing this up right now, I think seven years is a, is a really good uh, benchmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people have some extra time on their hands right now. Just a little. I think they're looking at themselves and saying, why am I here? What am I doing? Who, who am I is really the question. Mm-hmm. And then get a journal and say, and write down in the present tense who you wish to be right now. Who are you now? I mean, you know, you might look out at your physicality and say, well, that's not who I am now, but you have to ignore that completely. And just write down, I am, I have a hundred million dollars in the bank or I have this, or I'm a philanthropist or I'm semi-retired and I do whatever you pick it. it. Nobody knows what's in here. Only, you know, what's in there, Mm -hmm.
0: right? And it has to be a, a belief. It can't be a maybe. You have to believe it's gonna happen. You have to act as if it has already happened, actually. Oh, thank
1: you for that. That is so critical. Some people call that faith. Mm. But it's 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 beyond a belief. It's knowing. That's right.
0: I tell people it's in my DNA. You know, it's it's this real estate thing, and it's for both of us. I mean, there there isn't a question about real estate that you couldn't That you could ask me that I couldn't answer, right? Because I believe that if I'm going to find success or create success in this industry, with me being in this industry, that I need to know as much about it as humanly possible. I have to know your part in the game, that person's part in the game, that person's part in the game in order for me to play the game effectively, because I have to know what to expect from them, And it's a part of my DNA that it's that way. This real estate thing is in my DNA, it is. I'm afraid if I have another children, it's gonna, a child, it's gonna come out looking like a house. <laughs> could you make it a family? I, mean, I, I could do that, I, I might not be mad at that. <laughs> so, you
1: know, that would be uh, better for you. That's but. right,
0: but listen Steve, we want to just remind people one more time, Make sure you go to the Real Estate 360 podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to what we're doing. Visit us on the website, you know, and engage with us. See what we're doing. Enjoy, you know, just be a part of the movement. Be a part of that tribal knowledge.
1: I want to squeeze this in before the end of the show. Uh, The new definition for you and me is we have a uh, TV show on Discovery Channel called Real Estate 360 Show. No offense to 920 or anything like that. (laughs) we got to redefine ourselves a bit and go into that that mode. That's right. Absolutely. Well, Steve, listen, man, it's
0: been great. I want to thank Dale. I want to thank Sam. I want to thank absolutely everybody for taking a part in this today. It's been a great day. I'm loving life. And now it's time to create tomorrow.
1: Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it is, call us. I'm Scott with Five Star Services. We do home renovations from your rooftop all the way down to the ground. Interior, exterior, doesn't matter. We do it all. Give us a call. You can reach us at 404-348-2348. That's 404-348-2348. Or you can get us online at www.fivestarservicesatlanta.com. Give us a call. Estimates are free. We'll be happy to take a look at what you have. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it is, call us. I'm Scott Bowen with Five Star Services.